splitting up Kane and, and yeah. Panarin. Uh, let them find themselves. I think Kane, he's still got to be nervous, the pressure mm. of being traded at that time of the season. Uncomfortable. Believe it or not, as, as much success as he's had, Kaner, yep. he's still – I, I texted with him. He's still a little lost. So, just for him to get more and more comfortable. And I think, like I said, these guys, they'll get healthier. Lindgren's going to come back hopefully at some point. Yep. And, and they'll get back on stride. Mm. There's definitely a lot of little nuances that, you know, where you sit, who you're eating with, where you're going, yeah. what the timing is when you join a new team this late in the season. You, you have to go through all that again. It's sort of like being new to a team again, which he yeah. is. And so I think once they figure that out off the ice, the, the on-ice confidence is going to come through. Well, really That's what I need. I need a microphone arm or a holder thing. I need one of those fancy microphones that uh, Bob Barkley used on The Price is Right. What's up, everybody? Bob, this is me, Bob Barkley. Yeah, Bob Barker. Ah, uh, Bob Barker. God, I, I mixed Charles Barkley and Bob Barker. <laughs> Two fundamentally different people. Oh, I, I have to. I do have to say, I, I just ate Charles. I haven't eaten anything all day, so my brain is is getting the nutrients, and so it's not fully well, up there. I, I- you got them confused from two movies in the mid-90s that are near perfect for sports. This is for show, everybody. One was Happy Gilmore, where the price is wrong, bitch. And then the other one was Space Jam. So I get it. I get it. Come on, Jam. Oh, come on, Slam, and welcome to the Jam. Mm, I understand. I have not seen the sequel. so You don't have to see the sequel. Yeah, what do we want to yeah. do to have it be a WB Love product that doesn't mm-hmm. even have the good stuff? That's uh, Yeah, that's true. It was basically that. It was all about cyberspace instead of actual space mm-hmm. because they couldn't come up with an actual good narrative to tie it to the first movie. So there I you think go. surprisingly, with all the CGI they had in that movie, they did CGI LeBron's hairline. Oof, I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> I actually I am one of the few people in this chat and probably in the internet that doesn't attack LeBron. But listen, mm. my, my, my pet. He got hair plugs. He's gotten hair plugs lately. I th- listen, he, he's gotten hair he plugs. Had, guy's attractive, even if he had like a very. As long as he doesn't have the horseshoe. Yeah, which is which is the scariest way to go bald. That's what I fear. But but I, I but our, our 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 love KD, he's gone with that look, and you know KD's kind of patchy. Yeah, yeah, but but he he's gone with that look because he doesn't give a shit, which is also a nice admirable quality. So yeah. uh, okay, yeah. So it's uh, sports gives number one sixty four, everybody, and uh, I guess guess what, guys? We're we're sponsored once again by Factor seventy five. You know. Yeah. You click on our link, you, you go, you get some food delivered straight to your doorstep. Nice, convenient, right, for the gamer in you, for the sports fan in you, for the tired, tired human being that's leaving work and just don't have time to go to the supermarket. But guess what? There's something waiting for you right at your doorstep. It's from Factor 75, saying people that do HelloFresh, it's all the ingredients right there, all the instructions right nice nice servings and portions you just follow the instructions and, and boom you got yourself a nice nutritious meal and y'all you know just type in our code it's up on the screen you know or head on over to the link 50 percent off and then and you know have yourself some some good food all right so i think that was two minutes right <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so uh yeah uh andrew how are you doing i haven't heard from you I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, I just ate so, but I've eaten a lot that, of it. That, that sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how I really feel. <laughs> don't uh, ask me. I just feel like I've been a, looking at new selections. I, over uh, I was at work, and I, I just feel like I, I may have to start working 
way past what I have to because I need to get some stuff done. But anyways, that's another thing. But regardless, uh, the game is going to go down for the next couple weeks. Uh, but but uh, I just ate. Uh, I ate arepas because I, I'm Venezuelan, guys. If, if you guys don't know, I am Venezuelan. I, that's the only thing I've ever been. So. I mean, you're Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> I've been jumping bandwagons like Andrew in the chats. NFL. Anybody who is just listening in for the first time, if you didn't listen to the first 163, not only is that a hot button issue for Andrew, it's usually me who makes that, not Francisco. So Francisco went, hey, I've... finally picked a slide now. Well, wait, hey, look, I've accepted the tw- I've accepted the 2017 national championship as legit. So, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> so there you go. Uh, and besides, all, all those UCF people are starting to take over the sports media. So we may we they're going to be our overlords at some point. It seems like well, you know, everybody everyone's on TV. Degrees. You know, our boy Jeremy. Who, so I'm always surprised, Andrew. I, I got to thank you for getting him on the show because we're gonna look at back at this like ten years later when Jeremy's like on ESPN hologram or whatever, and you know hosting uh, first take when with the Stephen A. Smith, A. Smith's hologram and be like, that guy was on our show, you know? Because yeah. that man is that man is <laughs> going places, man. He's on the Heat uh, he's broadcast now. Butler. That's all you need. Yeah, to know. my my yeah, he's over there interviewing my husband. Like it's great my husbando so um so yeah so gosh it's 164 i gotta figure okay well uh sports is happening i the world baseball classic is happening it's like the only sports thing i've actually paid attention to lately uh you watched the heat game i did watch a heat game i watched the end of the of the uh the game against the jazz last night uh it was actually close it came down to the wire so i was a little scared on that so yeah yeah, but they 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 some that well the Magic had the ball for the final possession and then they well final ish possession uh, and they uh, they couldn't convert the Heat could you know got fouled boom got their nice little four point lead and boom it was over so that was that was good they interviewed Kevin Love after the game and uh, and so I actually watched an NBA game finally for this year. So I'm I'm finally getting back. I'm gonna get back into the groove of that. I've been kind of trying to get the uh, while I'm gaming, have my secondary laptop uh, on the side uh, with a game of some sort. So I uh, put on the Heat game because there was no World Baseball Classic game that I was interested in or playing at that point. So I watched that. But I've been playing. I've been watching a ton of WBC games. So. Uh, sheesh, I've, I've, I, heck, I even watched the ones that were in Taiwan and Japan, um, like late at night, because I'm up anyways. And I mean, some of the games have been pretty good. I mean, the most hype was the, uh, I mean, we're, we're in this, so we're, let's talk about this. Uh, World Baseball Classic, it started, it's happening here in Miami, so not, not too far from me. Uh, okay, what were the allegiances, guys? Uh, Andrew, uh, well, Andrew, your allegiances for the WBC... Uh, it's not all Israel, man. Well, he doesn't even. Well, uh, Israel and of, of course you can't forget United States. That's a second. Bro, that's country. a lie because I don't think anywhere in the chat we were talking about the U.S. support. We were crapping on it, weren't we? Uh, well, I, I've been flip flopping <laughs> depending on scores, but yeah, because uh, I, I yeah. Andrew did ask me how, what my citizenships are, 
I guess I have tri citizenship, but uh, two of them are iffy now. So if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, it's not that you have been outcasted. You're just not allowed back. It's basically, <laughs> you know, it's basically, um, it, it's basically law students trying to get into Scarlet's in Miami. We know what you were doing at 4 a.m. Mm. in the bathroom. Sorry, you're kicked out. Wasn't me. Thankfully, I don't. I don't go to strip clubs. Don't see the point of them. No. All right. Uh, right. But yeah. So, but I mean. Israel, because I'm Jewish, of course, as everyone should know by this point. Um, but again, I am an American. I was born in the United States. I am an American citizen. I'm not an Israeli citizen. Mm. I can be at any point if I go there. But as of right now, I just have the one citizenship wait, in the United if, States. Wait, so you just have to go? Do you, you just have to land there yeah. and just give it to you? It's got that birthright, baby. Yeah, it's called Aliyah. Nice. Um, or or log return. Have you? It's basically. Go ahead. Keep. Going. If you go to Israel and you're Jewish, let me let me make that note. If you're Jewish, you can prove it, and you just go to Israel. Ta-da! <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing it? Just like, just like I just gonna pop in oh, there yeah. real quick. Okay. I mean, I've I've considered doing birthright a few times. Um, which I'm not sure if you guys know that, but it's a program for basically kids in college like through. Right? It's like a big yeah, trip. Yeah, it's it's an order. It's an organized trip uh, to go through Israel for like a week or two. I know. Um, uh, what was it that guy from the like H3 podcast? Uh, whatever Ethan, whatever his name is. He well, he he met his wife through Kowski. that through that uh through that trip so that's that's right. the, that's the only reason i know of said trip but so yeah that's that's birthright and a lot of kids make aliyah through there um but yeah i have i have yet to go to israel okay. uh, that is definitely on my bucket list at some point even if i wasn't jewish i still probably would go want to go anyway just because of how historic it is mm. I mean, it's it is the the birthplace of the th- of three major religions, um, and has thousands of years of history. Hmm. I mean, the history buff in me loves that, so I would probably have ended up going anyway. But um, I feel like you have like let's a, see. I, I feel like as far if you had a third team, I think I know what it would be now given that you found out some things today <laughs> they would be the, the Dominicans. yeah um but i feel like so i feel like I, you need to do your own version of aliyah by having some dominican meal and that'll make you a dominican citizen <laughs> i have so much to say on this portion <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things i'm like do i do this it's not oh. smart but i have comments oh no so i mean i I, you can't just suggest I have, a bandwagon a country, Francisco. Damn it, we're trying to break I, that habit. <laughs> Let me say this. I have, I have, before I used to be neutral to the Dominican Republic, but now there is some affinity for the country. I still wouldn't root for them over the United States or Israel. Um, you know, I hope they get to have the crap beat out of them tonight. Not that it'll happen, 
but there the I'm no longer Switzerland to to the Dominican Republic. Okay. This is this is fantastic. I, please tell me more. <laughs> okay. What uh, order, there's nothing else to say. There there honest to God is I an appreciation for I, I what they did. I appreciated what they did for my I appreciated what they they're not my ancestors technically, but I appreciate it in a way they are my ancestors. They're certainly my very extended family. I yeah. appreciated what the Dominican did when literally no other country would let them in. So, yeah, and I well, I uh, so so yeah, WBC happened. My allegiances, I, I'm I, okay. So uh, yeah, I have three citizenships, I guess, uh, but uh, primarily primarily the U.S. Uh, the Venezuelans, sure, it'd be nice to see them win because they kind of, they kind of been the butt of of the of the the teams that should be good, but they're not uh, for the last few tournaments or since the tournament began because they haven't really gotten out of the second round, I think, and and so this year they're actually, it's not they haven't taken seriously, but they are really serious this year to try and win the damn thing. Uh, despite all the shit that's going on in the actual country, uh, the players, for the most part, as far as I know, are kind of separated from that. So they're, you know, that's fine. You know, I'd be cool with it if they won. You know, I've been eating arepas in celebration. Sure. Uh, actually, I'd probably be doing that anyways. And then uh, the third team was Nicaragua, but uh, for certain reasons, I don't fuck with like half the team because of certain like they, that team is not based on talent; it's based on political favors and stuff like that. The only guys that are actually there for talent are the guys that are actually in minor leagues. And one of them, one of the guys that did pop up and was there, was like a twenty-year-old kid who uh, got signed by the Tigers because of his performance in the tournament uh, recently. So you know, this this. This dude, I think his name is Duque. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with El Duque. Probably named after him, uh, <laughs> most likely. I on it, That wouldn't surprise me because he's, what, 20? So that would mean yeah. 2002. That's kind of toward the tail end of Hernandez's yeah. Right? yeah. Or his, his, his reign of his actually reign being of... good on the Yankees before he right. was casted out. Um, but... You know, certainly, certainly, still in the mindset of people, especially. Uh, My, who knows? Maybe they're yeah. Yankees fans. But you know, it's, you know, it was nice, nice seeing the Nicaraguans. Like the people showed up. Like our our people showed up, and, and even though we were we were going to get were smoked, Nicaraguans and Israelis at the game. We, I think we were going to get smoked by the, by the Dominican, Puerto Rico, Minnesota. Like that was not. Out of the question, uh, I I thought maybe we could hang with the the Jews, but uh, apparently we couldn't. Uh, but I, but I I still say that we had the dumbest team in the tournament, uh, and for aforementioned reasons. Also, once again, team is not entirely based on talent, and they made some dumb. They made at least one crucially super dumb mistake in each of the games that they played. Um, well, I didn't really watch the one for today because was I was working during it. And Venezuela won, anyways. But regardless, the the team, uh, yeah, they they lost all four games, and they only scored four runs in the four games, and they were by far the worst team in the tournament because even the Chinese, who also lost all four games, could muster up ten runs. So they'll be back to qualifiers the next time this this goes 
around and then yeah yeah and then venezuela but that's it that's it for me uh and then you got charles here who i i, I feel like he's yeah you know, i don't even know if he's cheering for colombia <laughs> so two things no. one i was this i want andrew to go on more about mm-hmm. his love for the dominican republic not for the you know the, the political safe harbor essentially that they did for you know jewish people but because this was going to bring back andres sagona I was literally oh, like waiting. Shit. And that's why I'm like, all right, I'm literally, I was yeah. looking up Dominican food. I was looking up Dominican musicians. I set that you list. Know. Yeah. And I'm like, I was ready for it. And then now we ruined it. And I just want to talk about missed opportunities. I don't care about this thing. I don't care about the WBC. Well, it's I don't, the same, you know, I don't know what you guys be chanting want bachata. Yeah, the bachata. I don't know what you guys want from me. Do you want me to be a bandwagoner or not? No, no, we want you to be Dominican. Yeah. We, uh, we were like, going to go all in on a yeah, character that we have. Uh, Here's, yeah. People just don't understand. We if, want you to, like, to become the, the persona. Group chats. If we can release the group chats sometimes. We we want you to to, to, to embrace Andres Sogona. Yeah. Like, the, the idea like this is the year of Andres. Sogona. El año de Andres. <laughs> you know, like, part of our stuff is just the group chat's an amazing thing sometimes because there's there's what we say about Andrew. There's my own stupidity, and then there's Francisco, who would just like bombard us with his nonsense, and it's a good collective feeling. Highlights, but yes, yeah, <laughs> highlights. And then Andres was this character that we had created in the off season about Andrew getting a little bit of a, a, a of the Spaniard in him for all these things we talked about. Food. It was towards the uh, yeah. It was like yeah. It was last year. And yeah. it was before we knew you were gonna move out to, well, we thought you were gonna move to Seattle, but you moved to Orlando. But and like, then he we, went to like we, we were, you were making the push because like we had that chimichanga, you know, like, like it, 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 it was, was happening. It was gonna be, it was gonna be swell. Your, but your, Andrew, your skin tone was changing colors. Yeah, but Andrew, being Andrew, thinks it's a bandwagony thing where I was going back to a character, you know, character thing in old Andres. Um, so I'll leave that to bed. Uh, the other thing is, I don't, yeah, Andres Agona. I don't care about the WBC. I treat the WBC the same way of how I treat um, the Olympics. What are we here? What, what's going to happen? Are, are we going to have like world domination because somebody wins it? No. You know, like back in the, like if we're saying, hey, we're going to feed the villages of these impoverished states. Fantastic. 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 Let's talk about, but we're not doing mm. that. Okay. You know, really what we're doing is we're just being like, oh, hey, Remember how they say baseball is a white person sport? No, we have all these collective people, and that's the putting the eyes on a lot of people coming into it, much to uh, you know Manfred, who says differently, because did they put a ban on the international pool? I think that's what some of the owners were trying to do, and there I am saying there's collectively a whole lot more people out there that can play ball, buddy. Yeah. Um, but I haven't watched it. I I I I watched some. How many Yankees guys are even on? Like, I, I don't know. Judging because right, he ain't, no, he ain't on the US. And that's the thing too. But like for the for the US players, if you're in support of um Team USA, you're gonna get a few guys there, but yeah. you know, they're not anybody that none of the top about. pitchers I've, are there. Venezuela has Glaybar, so I'm just like yeah. No, Venezuela sent okay. all the good guys are yeah, they're, they're, all they're the like, good they, guys like, on the Dominican. I'm I'm like they they want it, you know, all let's go from there. So, because it really does feel all like Japanese. it's uh, it's uh, a US, Dominican, Israel and uh, Venezuelan kind of game to come into it. But Colombia, I'm just like, really, I'm just finding out like Colombian MLB players. I'm like, oh, mi gente. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, to me, all these things are always silly. It's always going to be silly. It's almost the same way of how I feel about FIBA. But actually, I think there's better players in the international basketball component of things than I really? do when it comes to. 
Yeah. Really? I, I mean, I, I, I know it's gotten better. That's for sure. Yeah. I, well, the thing is, basketball really is legitimate global sport. So let me rephrase this. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe it's go like, yeah, like second ba- compared to uh, like soccer, right? It'd basketball. Be, probably number yeah. two. Compared to soccer, yeah, team sport, yeah. We 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 don't even follow soccer up in here, but I will tell you that the international pool and variety—it's the variety. Yeah, it'd be soccer, basketball, heck, even hockey would be third before baseball, I think. Yeah, and then and then the Heat took Jovic, not Jokic, Jovic, and these guys are coming out out seventeen, eighteen with with so many years of experience in the pros. I, I think they have more fundamentally ready players, and is that not what we want? Because do you guys remember who, who won the last World Baseball Classic? Not counting Andrew because he's got to be the Hermione of the group. Um, I do. Oh, who was it? The U.S. Yeah, oh, was, that was a big. That. that was a big thing. You know, they were well, like, was they, that? they cared. That was 2017. Uh, it was. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Which will lead to a different argument. But I, I have like no <laughs> investment into it. And the I haven't. But the idea for me, it doesn't have much of an investment. You know, you're not getting the full squad of rosters. Um, coming into it, I, I, what I would like, you know, it kind of feels like the Chappelle show racial draft. Put in a pool of everybody, <laughs> and I want to see which each qualifying nation would pick. It would be fantastic. Mm. Let me have that. But what what is the real, like, Grant, is it because we want to talk about because this is the dead season of sports for nobody who doesn't like basketball or hockey? Because that's what it feels like for me, and to get you hyped up for yeah. spring training, but I don't care. Like, to, to summarize my very long tangent about why the WBC and the Olympics are irrelevant to me and useless, um, sure, go Columbia, I don't care. I, I don't I don't really, I, I don't remember the exact argument I put in the group chat about the U.S. in the WBC, but whatever I said in there, keep to it, catch to it. Oh, it's because we were going to have the uh, the 1990 uh, fanny pack people, right? Was that it? Like, they were going to have the uh, the blue jeans, the shirt tucks in with, their, with the bush beers, talk about you know, that we beat everybody in the World Baseball Classic? Was that it? Maybe. Good times. We should release the chats for people. Oh, oh boy. So anyways, uh, yeah, so the tournament's happening. Uh, still, the Venezuela's undefeated. Japan's undefeated. I think those are the only two undefeated teams uh, throughout the tournament so far. Um, uh, and then some games happened today. I think Colombia lost to Canada today, like 5 nothing. Oh, what, we lost to Canadians? Yeah, yeah. That's why I can't support it. Whatever nationality, <laughs> I feel, I feel, you know, um, feel connected with. And 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 you lost to the Brits. That's yeah. That's that's true. Yeah, that's all. There's like Panama Canal. Um, yeah, I don't care <laughs> the, about that. I'm, I'm like I'm. I'm, I'm well, as well, that's a, that was the U.S. stuff about the Panama. My Canal. father's from Colombia. My mother's from Argentina. I was born in Jackson Heights, Queens. You know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Some people trying real too hard sometimes. Mm. Like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, dude, what? Like, you, you know, you've been in the U.S. for like five generations. At least Francisco and I have touch points, like legitimate touch points, in comparison to some people I've read and heard. I'm like, yeah. But be what you want to be. That's fine. Whatever. All right. But yeah, that's it's fun. You know, it's it's been a fun tournament. The stuff here in Miami, sheesh, man. I told you, I I put it in the in the chat, man. This this is the one good thing Jeter did was bring this tournament all the rounds here in Miami. Uh, that's the one good accomplishment that he that he did here. The only good thing that happened because all his fucking draft picks have have flopped at this point. So so uh, it's fine. You know, we're we're good. Uh, the Marlins of Probably made more money and had more people at the games this month, this this past like three days than they'll get for the rest of April. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so that'll be fun. Uh, but 
man, it just gets me thinking how man the Marlins can just get good. I don't, I'm not I'm not saying it's going to be 35. <laughs> that that ain't happening this season. I saw that payroll. Well, the payroll and the and the NL East. So um, does Kim just hate you guys? Like I feel like the last two seasons she's like, been picking up. She's been picking up like project players and guys that I, I don't know. Like She's guys with like been Philadelphia 76 during it in baseball. I, I don't know, no, because we have the we, I mean, we just traded for the AO batting champion and stuff like that. We got players, but uh, the team that they're assembling is not flashy at all offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as far as like the big, you know, the big old, uh, the big dongs and that type of thing, uh, like the Phillies do, because you can't, you can't in Miami. The freaking uh, Lone Depot Park is just massive. It's a massive ballpark. They try to shrink it, whatever. They shrunk it as much as they could. They need guys that can, like, put the ball and play, line drives. Just they literally have to do some old-school style baseball in order for this team to win with that pitching. So that's really the only thing that they can do that can probably set themselves apart from uh, anybody else in the NL at this point. But they're, everybody's projecting, like, 77 wins. That's fine. That's probably it's, – it's an improvement, really. They haven't really been that good uh, the last few seasons since the pandemic, anyway. So that's fine. Uh, I'm not expecting much. If they may, if they get like 80 wins, that's a pleasant surprise to me, honestly. And that's still a losing record. But uh, anyways, that's yeah. The World Baseball Classic spring training is happening, eh, and uh, I don't know anything about that. And then there's, uh, gosh, uh i've been keeping track of the panthers lately because they are in a wild card hunt for the final spot and but i haven't really paid much else attention to hockey lately because uh, i've just been enthralled with wec it's been fun for me I, I it's like the the last fun sports thing i've seen since like the super bowl um, well i think that's a good thing because you're actually finding your passion into the sports because there's always that concern of how long is too long to be a sports only podcast show Francisco well, was feeling very out of it. Yeah, that's now that's cares. true. No, it, yeah, it, it, it you know it, it lit up a spark in me for sure to actually be like, hey, well, I guess we can use this sports show to talk about sports. But this sports show ain't just about sports, guys. Sometimes we just talk about shit that we like because that's kind of it's been an evolved sense. And you know what's one good thing that we do like is Factor Seventy Five. You know, guys, it's food. We like food. We talk about food on this show all the time. Right, this is some healthy stuff too. Not stuff that that Charles has been his doctor has been telling him not to do. No, this is stuff. I had that, a salad, <laughs> and you can get salads from Factor Seventy Five. You just use our code; it's up there on the screen. Get fifty percent off your first order, your first box. They got different plans. You can get uh, like six meals a week if you want to. You can get more than that if you need to. Right, you, you nice uh, serving sizes. You can get it for more than one person if you, you got yourself uh, someone that you live with and stuff like that. Heck, you know, share it with your dog if you feel like it too. Because hey, man, I like to feed my dog a little stuff that I'm eating too. So that's it's and it's healthy. It's it's good. They got all kinds of different things too. You you want to do just keto? You want paleo? They got that stuff too. So uh, yeah, just go click on that. You know, get use the promo code if you want to as well. And uh, cool. Cool beans, right? That's two. All right, so <laughs> got to do this six times. Uh, anyways, so the show is not just about that. It's about stuff that we like. It's about me and Charles trying to get Andrew to play more than more than Splatoon three at this point, and uh, we're, we're we're proud of him for playing Splatoon three. And I think he's playing Goldeneye. Uh, 
uh, now. He we actually talked about it a little bit, uh, so that's that's cool. But this show is also about pettiness. I mean, we had the, the entire NFL 2022 season was all about hopping aboard the petty train. Dude, this off season's already petty because I have to wait. <laughs> Like you want to know why? Can, can the Titans I already ruining your. The, your can, can I interject a let into the petty? Yeah, because I think ahead. this is the perfect highlight. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, one person and one team has wanted to keep all eyes on them, like they're Tupac, mm. in order to make him sweat out and have a list of demands allegedly, and have their appearance come on to be relevant of a decision allegedly. Now I understand why Francisco. Had lost his will, that loss, that love and feeling, as the Isley brothers said, mm-hmm. regarding sports, when the only thing you had, God bless the WBC, God bless the World Baseball Classic. Because if that was not in existence, Francisco would have to force feed all of you people who don't want to eat Factor 75 food. Stuff about free agency and Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and they're going to do or not, <laughs> do or die kind of mm. thing. That's what creates the petty. Go ahead, Francisco. Mm. God yeah. bless WBC. I mean, do we want to God talk about that or not? No. We're going to wait for shit lead. to go down. That's going to lead. I, I th- he might be an annoyance. So, you know, leading into the petty. So we can hold that off in a little bit because no trade has happened. So what's the point? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll, we'll wait, wait for it to go for down. He's going to be a Pat McAfee show, I think, tomorrow. That's yeah, already been the It's going to be pipping up. He's basically doing his South Beach set that LeBron did, but for whatever reason, he's not going to be criticized as badly. Yeah. Understand the polarity, sports kids. Just say. Mm. Just say. But I will defend him on one right. You have every right to determine whether or not you want to go play for the Jets, which is all just fluff and buff, man. Like, listen, that team wants to tell you they're as good as they think they are, but they're not as good. So, Aaron, hear me out. Follow us on Twitter, Charles True, F J O J R, um, Dan Frijoles, Sports Goose. Don't, don't go to Woody Johnson. Mm. I'm just telling you. Retire or save the Packers. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Mike White's with the Dolphins now, so. <laughs> I will say this, though. Yeah. I, will this, I will say this, though. When Aaron Rodgers goes to the Pack, uh, to the Jets, just know that the following things are going to happen. One, he is going to eventually end up in Minnesota. And two, <laughs> yep. in about... 10 years or so, we're going to find out he was siphoning off TA and F funds <laughs> uh, to build a, a uh, volleyball court for his daughter at the uh, University of California. Mm. Yeah. Market. UC Berkeley, right? Is that you know, I'm not even that petty to say he would go the Brett Favre route. I think Aaron Rodgers probably, like, aside from being a little crazy with immunizations, I don't think he would try to. A little crazy. A little crazy. I mean, listen, who's more crazy, though? Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? Like right now, before we go to the petty, let's settle this debate. Let's do this. A man who had to have Brad Childress of all people try to hype. Brad Childress looked like the uh, the boss that fired Mister Incredible from a Pixar movie. Try to convince him that coming back to Minnesota for one more time after getting his chest caved in was worth it, and then defrauded the entire state of Missouri, which is already a notoriously poor country. Mississippi thing. I'm sorry, man. They're, they're all poor. Poor state that is Mississippi. I don't, I don't, I don't listen. I know he's dead, but I'm gonna say now I don't revere Brett Favre the way John Madden did. So where he lived and where he defrauded is in between to me. But Mississippi and defrauded them and just basically took all that money to put into other things. Or is it that like Aaron Rodgers 
with his crazy immunizations because he didn't want to look like the bad guy. And then really, like, the biggest sin aside from that has been just being overrated in Charles's eyes. I, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. And also, you know, Brett Favre did try to, you know, how do I want to say this delicately and professionally and try to go lawyer? He was basically sending dick pics to somebody that didn't want that. Yeah, yeah, people. So, people I mean, that I mean, if, if, if Aaron does that, then you were definitely on the right train of things, understandably so. But if I had a view for crazy immunization guys, and I don't think, does anybody ever look at Aaron Rodgers as the proverbial role model, the way that people looked at Favre or even have a look at Manning Bray? I don't think that was ever there, right? To me, always. Uh, so nah, he's man, wacky, man, but when you have man, politicians who were State po- Farm probably, commercials, I don't know. Just yeah, like, but yeah. when you have politicians who were trying to say that they're immunized and all they did was put preparation H pills up their bum, um, <laughs> he might not be far from the norm Yeah. versus Brett Favre who aside from selling copper sleeves that probably don't have a lick of copper in them and they're just regular plastic wraps, you know, defrauding the state of Mississippi and the poor people would need those things there. I don't know. We're, we're, he has to really follow that resume, but like everything else, he has to follow the hyper platform. Okay. Ran over. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, it's March. So that also means March madness. So the tournament brackets out. I have one team, one dog in this tournament and it's FAU of all teams. And Charles does too, basically. And of course, the Canes are in there too. So, get slaughtered. Uh, so that, that there you go. And then uh, I don't UCF didn't make it. I'm going to assume. And uh, FSU didn't make it either. No. Right? right? I don't think FSU made it either. No. Uh, FSU was like three and something. Yeah, yeah, they were awful this year. So there you go. Uh, but, but, but it also. You know, the World Baseball Classic is happening, and we got tournaments going on, sports tournaments. And if th- this shows, uh, we've had different things, like we've had the, the handsomest coaches across the leagues. We did that theme for, for a year. I, gosh, man, there was something I wanted to do as well with regards to that, but I don't think it's the time right now. Don't think it's the time. But the time is March Madness, and and I feel like we could do something. And... What's last year was all about the petty train in the NFL, and Charles is—I forgot what you were mentioning in the group chat with the, something about being petty, but it, um, it, World Petty Classic, I think, is what I created. Yes, the world. This is the World Petty Classic. All right, where we'll we'll each pick a thing that we are petty about and see what's the, like uh, what's the the most petty thing that like. <laughs> that we're against or something like that and i guess i guess it would just be more like debates than anything else uh to try and win everything uh to see what's like the most annoying thing most like a justified thing that we were petty about i guess that would be what i I mean is that the structure that we want to go with what what's the most justified thing that we should be petty about is that similar to the annoyance thing that andrew was propositioning or is that something completely different i mean i think because it was not clear all i saw was andrew doing big rant and i just kind of like ignored because i knew he was going to explain it better on the show to me but andrew is that what you were saying is that you want to do a bracket of annoyance or the bracket of the petty uh well you were the one that came up with the with the idea initially so i'll defer to you well, you know, I just say things sometimes. I think the World Petty Classic was just let us put in our best kind of petty, essentially. Yeah. Okay. And we just kind of bat it up. The annoyance bracket, I thought it was going to be, let's make a bracket of things that annoy us. So what I would suggest is this. Mm. World Baseball Classic, let's do World Petty Classic. And then next show, because that's when March Madness is really going to be in effect, that's when we do the annoyance bracket. Is that fair to say? Okay. Uh, I like it. Okay. Man, do we have to come everything on the spot? Because, man, I thought we were going to do no, this over like... I- 
across like two shows at least, you know. Oh, I mean, we can. Like I just, things, because know? I have not been following the WBC. I don't know how many how many series I know what we're getting out of March Madness. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you defer how you want. To start All right. Let's just do. WBC let's annoyance. let's let's do like the first pool today, right? It's not gonna be that long, anyways. First pool today, like over like in four shows, we can get this done, right? And then we can go on to something else that we can because. Uh, right and then we'll we'll because it's, it's it's still a bracketed thing that's uh, i don't want this to like take we're not gonna have like 64 things that we're, we're gonna, gonna call list. it pools though for petty pools yeah the petty pools fine so what's what's in your first petty pool that you want to do today then we can think of a different pool tomorrow and then that pool will face off against whatever and then then we'll go from there you know so what what is it that's All been right. you know and it can it can be spontaneous too it can be like man it's something that they didn't you weren't petty about this week and then like something happened over the week and you're just like, man, this fucking thing, you know. <laughs> so that's that's what I I would say, because I already got mine. I know what mine is. I know what mine is. I know what what the, the first thing I'm gonna shoot across the bow right now. I actually I actually feel like I have a lawyer thing with it too. That's all. Right. Like if it's all bets yeah. off, we can talk about the profession. Uh, anything. It's anything that you're you're thinking about. So, uh. I guess okay. I'll shoot my first thing. Yeah, you, I'll you, shoot, you I'll shoot should go shot. first. All right. So fucking Ronald Acuna Jr. Fuck that man. Oh, I fucking oh, hate oh. that guy. Your is your pettiness Ronald Acuna, or uh, your pettiness is the hatred of Ronald Acuna? No, no, it's him. Him, the human being, the person, the everything that he is is everything that I hate, <laughs> like and petty about, and and fucking Braves fans hold like he is. You're gonna look back at every Braves fan that you guys already regret losing Freddie Freeman because Freddie's the one you should have kept. Freddie is the yep. one you should have kept. He wanted to stay, he didn't stay, and you're stuck with Ronald Acuna Jr., who's gonna burn you by the end of this. He's gonna f- he's he's gonna leave Atlanta on bad terms. I can feel it. I can see it. It's gonna happen. He's already he already pissed off the Venezuelan national team. Cause over the off season, he was in the Venezuelan winter league over there playing there. Uh, he pissed off a bunch of Venezuelans because he was like, "Oh, I'm not going to play for the Venezuelan team on the on the WBC." Um, and then he went over there to play. People were pissed off at him for that. Like every time he came up, people were booing him. Even when like he was doing good, even people that were like he was playing for that same team, those fans were booing him because he wasn't going to play for the Venezuelan national team. His his family started getting into fights in the stands <laughs> with, with those people. And then he was like, I'm not playing for the Venezuelan Winter League for the rest of my life. Okay. And he was like, no, I'm not going to play for the WBC team because because uh, the, the Braves don't want me to go. And then Miguel Cabrera is like, well, I'm the captain of the team. And Major League Baseball said they can't really stop us from going because it's like a Major League Baseball initiative. Like it's 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 their tournament, so that's not it wasn't that. So it was, that was obviously a lie. So finally he was compelled to play. He's in this tournament, and first game. And I'm telling you, it's like oh, he, you know, 2021. He got his ring. He didn't get his ring. He didn't do shit. He was injured. He was injured, he was injured for two thirds of that season. Didn't play in the playoffs. All that was Freddie Freeman. And Max Freed leading the team to victory. And the, the Houston Astros choking. Like, that was it. That is why the Braves won the World Series. It wasn't Ronald Acuna. Oh, he was, the, he was lifting the team. The Braves were not good while Acuna Jr. was playing. 
the Braves got good once he was out. He didn't do shit. And so, and then 2022 playoffs, he didn't do anything. The Braves defending champions won the NL East, didn't do anything in the playoffs when it actually mattered, when things happened. Over the offseason, uh, Alex Gonzalez, former Marlins player, right? Of course, I'm biased on that side. Of course I am. This is the Petty, uh, World Petty Classic. I could be biased as much as I want. Alex Gonzalez like, hey, man, you know, you, you didn't play, whatever. And then the guy trashes Alex Gonzalez's career, even though it was a 16-year MLB career. And I post something, because I'm in this fucking thing now. I post something about Alex Gonzalez actually doing shit in the World Series, because he did it. He beat the Yankees in Game 4 with a game-winning walk-off. And and Acuna was like, oh, he hasn't done anything in baseball. And I posted that after that as a response without even mentioning Acuna's name. And everybody knew what the fuck I meant because every single Venezuelan came in to absolutely dump trash on the man. And it was beautiful. I learned new words because <laughs> I've been I've been, you know, improving my Spanish tenfold. But man, there were some new words I had to look up on Google, and there's things I sh- probably shouldn't repeat on air because <laughs> they were really bad. Uh, it was it was fun. Some new curse words, that's for sure. Um, that was fun. And so WPC happens. This man's playing the Dominican Republic. This was the game, the game, the matchup everybody wanted to see because Venezuela finally sending all their good guys. Dominican Republic, they got all their good guys. Everybody's there. Nobody's missing unless they were injured. And this man goes over in the first the first game completely. Absolutely doesn't do shit. Everybody's everybody else is doing the, the, the Venezuelans beat the Dominican Republic, but it wasn't because of him. He didn't do shit. Uh, and then the second game, he got a hit in garbage time. He got a hit in garbage time against against Puerto Rico. So it was just, but it was just one thing. That was the one thing that he did. Like he, and then what, that Nicaragua, <laughs> I don't even know what happened today, honestly. Right? Like, it, it, like he, he, he has not, and, and Braves fans, when they posted, oh, they posted a picture of him doing something in 2018 playoffs when they lost to the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, yeah, he, had, he did one thing before it actually really did matter when people actually expected something of, of the Braves. No, not since then, what happened? Nothing. Nothing since. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to... And he's already pissed people off. He's pissed off people... His own damn country, he's pissed people off. What's he going to do when... When uh, he... He's... The Braves are like, okay, the kind of teetering. He wants more money, this type of thing. He's going to leave on bad terms. Watch. Watch. It's going to happen. I can't wait. The Braves are signed to a long-term... It's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm 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 waiting for it. Freddie's the one you should have kept. You guys made the mistake. Whatever it was, agent. It was the GM for the Braves. Whatever. That's gonna come back to haunt them tenfold. That's for sure. And that's my that's my petty. That's my 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 thing for pool A or whatever you want to call this. And I, I was like so he- happy when he got injured at, at Lone View Park that very same season. Oh, I came. I came when that happened. I was there. I was at the game. I saw it happen. I'm like, oh, everything. My dreams have come true. So there you go. Jesus the Christ. one fucking player that I'm, I openly would be glad to see him have a career-ending injury. There we go. I haven't hated a player like this in any sport. Any sport whatsoever. 
Not a single one. Not even Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> there you go. Woo. I feel like we have to go for Andrew because he's not going to match that kind of hatred that you have. So that's a good thing. I'd like you to go next if that's okay. I'm still trying to formulate. All right. Well, so I'm going to say this now. Knowing us, we're going to forget the pools. So it's just going to be like the complaining and then we'll reflect back. Um, I'm going to do it on a professional level. Mm. But I'm I'm going to keep it very tailored because we're we're attorneys here. So I, I cannot come with that energy. But if you want to talk about my petty. Family or friends or boyfriend, girlfriends of clients that we represent when they are part of the consultation or at the court hearing with us and everything like that. And you have a lot of opinions and you're questioning mm. what we do as attorneys mm-hmm. of why we're not doing this or doing that, or you're dictating the clients of what they should say because you have a little bit of control thing, all those encompassing. So the, the single sentence of explaining like people who are connected to the clients that you represent, but want to give you their two cents. I, we, we are it. not, we are not fresh out of the boat. And if we are even fresh out of the boat, the people who went to law school and was barred or not barred are still more professionally, competently, intelligently capable to conduct a court hearing because we have taken classes to proceed from there. And then when we pass the bar, all we learned was the law, but you have a natural development of instinct that comes from you where you trust your situation, especially when your attorney who has actually had more hearings than probably a lot of the other people in the profession right now when everybody's getting settlements and mediations and dismissals that are some voluntary because it's agreed then there's this low fresh new cut handsome attorney not going to name names it's me who has had hundreds <laughs> upon hundreds upon hundreds of hearings of strategy and beliefs it's one thing where i can have my client question me my client should question me i'm telling all the attorneys who listen out there your client should question you and you should assuage their concerns by stating the facts along the procedure not their promises. We all want promises. They want guarantees. We can't do that. We can't. That's free advice. Anybody's coming into the game, but you can tell them that hey, this is the reason why we can't do this, and you reiterate the same thing over and over and over again. And when you say not sure, you go and you follow up. That's on you as an attorney, whether you're doing your own solo firm, a small practice firm, a big firm. And I'm gonna tell you now, kids, when you get into the thick of things, those small firms or those big firms that prob you know that promise you tutelage and gonna teach you stuff, they can teach you civil procedure. They can teach you maybe some trial litigation. None of them can ever teach you how to handle your client, nor can they really teach you how to handle those accessories is what we'll call them that come to core things. But the petty for me comes into is like, you obviously want to have two cents, especially because you have a high form of education or because you saw it with your lawyer when you had a lawsuit, which was something completely different than what you're going from there. Or you saw it in a TV show. Or because you were a clerk at some point, or whatever, you have touch points to the profession. You are not doing a service to the attorney who's helping the person that you care so much about. When you're questioning, when you're questioning their competency, their education, or their their planning of case, we can't tell you everything. Hell, I don't even tell my clients half the time what I'm gonna do about cross or closings. 
part of it is because I figured it out to begin with. You know, I, with my kind of law and work that I do, I'm finding out a lot of stuff at first blush and formally. But the other thing is that if I don't set that to my clients, I don't want to give them what the expectations of actually what might happen. And then when it goes against the result that they might be seeking, it breaks their heart. You have to do this with a little bit of TLC. I know, sir. But for you, for you, Mr. or Mrs. Accessory, why are you bringing in that intensity? Because you know what? Because what happens is if you lose, and here's the thing about litigation, kids, the fans out there, the people who, who think about lawyers, sometimes probably like 80% of the cases that happen, you probably don't have a case to begin with, right? In many different, maybe not 80, that's too high of a number, but there's a good amount of cases where you might find that it's a winnable case, but when you see what the real practice of life is, mm. you shouldn't even have filed at the clerk store, right? Going, going to their area. Mm. But it really also breaks the part of the attorneys where none of us here should be reflecting like, man, is it me? Is there something wrong with me? And then you realize it's not you because that's the motions. That's always step one. We're like, oh, God, is it really me? Maybe I'm not looking at it. Maybe I have tunnel vision. I'm, I'm constructing this case the way I have to construct. And then part two comes out when you hear the person keep talking. And then it just reminds you of South Park where Stan becomes a teenager or not teenager, but he hits the double digits and you mm. see the stuff spewing out. Yeah. And then it becomes a thing where like, man, I really hope this case is over because I don't want to deal with that accessory anymore. And that affects your, your, your relationship. That could always affect your relationship with your client. Well, I try not to, I don't think Francis would try not to, Andrew doesn't try to do that, but it's something that I'm going to be petty about because why? This is why I tell people, don't bring anybody, don't bring friends, don't bring family. It's an emotional state. That's fine. But because you make me twitch my eye a little, and I could treat my client nice, but because my client might care about you, I can't bear the teeth that I would if we were in the street. You know what I mean? I don't want them to suffer enough as it is. But man, you know, you know, be petty. If it was my way, ooh, 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 ooh. But uh, that, that's my, you know, complaints and grievances. That also probably serves as annoyance as well. But the pettiness of like, y'all don't need to be there because y'all ain't, y'all ain't that level. Y'all ain't him. Y'all ain't her. Ease up. Okay. Yeah, I I, mm, I I feel that in my soul <laughs> from from uh, all these years now. Oh man, Andrew, how about you? Where from? What walks of life? What what has been? Show us your petty. That, yeah, exactly. I, I feel like, like that's what I'm whip it out. What I'm gonna do is I'm going to intentionally save the best for later save the best for a later pool all right but you better hope gonna, that yeah pool. okay yeah that's right i open with my open i'm gonna build so. up i'm gonna i'm gonna build up to this so my petty is with sports media okay. particularly uh, sports media. yeah you know yeah, they're not. Like I mean, the they're, they're not the thirty. You know, we're the thirty seventh best any sports podcast in the world. So yeah, the Richard Nixon's a sports podcast. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, there are so so many things that I could be petty about with them, but one in particular for me strangely stands out. And it has to do with, you probably guessed it, UCF. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I said Steve what it is, what it is, is some new, some media, some sports reporters, some media, and even just the whole, not even just individual people, sometimes it's the whole organization. I'm not even talking. I've gotten over the whole Central Florida thing. I, I've 
matured and come to realize that you know it is the university of central florida you don't call it uh uh for university of houston or university uh or uh fsu i mean we go by right that, fsu or florida a, state because nobody's thinking fresno state when you say fsu right um so i mean i've i've matured on that and i'm like all right fine um but the real petty is when these media insist on still calling us the golden knights and using golden and using old logos that really pisses me off because we have the UCF used to be the knights from like the early 70s until 1993 when in order to drum up more merchandising, um, they opted to change it to the Golden Knights. That lasted from 1993 until 2007, when they went back to the Knights. So UCF, as of a few years ago, has been the Knights significantly longer than they were ever the Golden Knights. And it's been, let's see, mid-2007, so this will be coming up on 16 years, if my math is correct, that UCF has been the Knights, not the Golden Knights, the Knights. And yet there are still news outlets, and I'm not talking little, you know, Joe from his own personal blog. I'm, I still see it from ESPN, from ESPN reporters, from legitimate outlets not legitimate uh, you know what i mean the popular well-known the big dogs right are still calling us the golden knights it's like either you're doing it to piss us off or you are such a bad reporter such a terrible reporter that you can't do a modicum of research to see that we haven't been the golden Knights in a decade and a half. It's it, it puts UCF bias aside. It puts, it may, it puts a bad name on sports reporters because it. Do you have anybody that you want to out? Do you want to mm-hmm. say this this news station or this sports reporter? Well, certainly ESPN. That's they seem to be the the largest offender. I mean, they're getting better. Overall, everyone is getting better. I will be honest, but you'll still see ten or so references a year calling us the Golden Knights. Uh, I I can't name anyone off the top of my head. But seems like Steve like, Smith probably do that. <laughs> seems like, like it. There's, there's one example that stands out in my mind. In the 2014 NFL draft, the I don't know, I don't I think it was the Ravens drafted a rece- a wide receiver for of ours, uh Rashad Perriman. Mm-hmm. And and 
was in the first round, mind you. So it wasn't like, you know, not that it excuses laziness in the later rounds, but you would imagine that in the the night, you know, this is the big night. They take the longest time. They bring out all the celebrities and all that shit. You would imagine you would cross your T's and dot your I's on the big night. But no. And again, this is 2014. So seven years, almost seven years. No, no, no. no but no, it's it nine years. It, it, it no, was it wasn't 2014. It was 2015, my bad. Um, it was He was drafted in 15. Uh, 14 was the Bortles year. Um, so he was drafted in 2015. And they, in the graphic for him, used the old Golden Knights logo. And again, this is 2015. So eight years removed. And I took a screenshot for proof. This is good, Petty, because like, he went deep he's, diving. He's saying, he got the screenshots. Oh, he's, that's since 2015. He's even yeah. saving He's been that. jotting this down. Like, that's, it was unacceptable then. Like, here's what really pisses me off. Now I'm getting into it. The Petty Pool. So. Take a swim. Yeah. Florida State changed their logo, which, by the way, was a huge mistake. Eh, um, I'm fine they had with it. So many, they had so many better options. They changed their logo in They changed their logo in 2014. That's all they changed. They didn't change their name. All they did was they changed their logo and they standardized their their garnet and gold. That's it. A couple of very minor tweaks. Everyone got the fuck on board right away. Mm. Like within a year or two, everybody was using the correct logo. Two years, and it was just a little logo change. UCF did a logo change, a name change. They did all this shit. It wasn't like they were hiding it either, and it wasn't like we were... I don't know, Mount Union, which is a D3 school out in God knows wherever. I think somewhere in Minnesota. Um, this is UCF, a FBS school. Everyone knows, not everyone, but it wasn't an unknown commodity at that time. They, made, they won the Liberty Bowl in 2010, three years removed. And they're still using Golden Knights and logos and the old logos. It's like, aside from it being petty for just the disrespect, because at this point, like within two years, like, okay, fine. It's, it's, a, it's an honest mistake. They're still doing it thir uh, 16 years later. I, I, I'm forgetting how to math. Um, <laughs> And I was already bad at math as it is, but that's just disrespect at this point. I don't care if it was intentional or not, but it's disrespectful that you didn't take a second 
it takes what? Just look up UCF football. Da 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 da. It probably takes 10 seconds to pull up the Wikipedia article. You don't even have to go to the main UCF website. Just pull up UCF football. You'll see in 10 seconds or less that it's the UCF Knights. It's no longer the Golden Knights. It'll, it'll take you all of 10 seconds. It's not some laborious task. And you're still not taking the time. It's disrespectful either because you're doing it intentionally, and that's that's assuming the worst, or you don't care enough, both for UCF and for your fucking job, to take a second to make sure that everything is correct. I do that with the most asinine, not asinine, I do that with the most basic shit whenever I edit a document for a lawyer, even if it's the most, even if it's just a basic notice of appearance, even if I'm drafting an email, sometimes I, I edit my family's emails. And if like, for instance, they're talking about SeaWorld, I will check, make sure if it's SeaWorld one word, W lowercase, is it SeaWorld one word with the W uppercase, or is it two words? I do that when checking an email, not when I'm writing an article that you're going to be posting to Twitter and will be seen nationally. Hell, of course I would do that. But you you don't care enough about what you're doing for your job and what team you're writing about to take those 10 seconds. It's a disgrace to sports media. So it's it's petty in a lot of ways. It's a very nuanced, spider-webby uh, petty, but, you know, it, it, it really, really grinds my gears, to, to <laughs> quote Peter Griffin. Oh, boy. All righty. Okay, so that was our three, three things, and I, I, we didn't have a fourth. We don't have a fourth person. Freddie's not on, so he, that would have been fun if he, he, if he threw something in there. But uh, I'm here on Wikipedia. I'm going to click on a random article. We're going to be petty about it. Hopefully it's something that's actually horrible and not something that's good, like like charity towards children's cancer or something. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can also just make the petty about two out of three falls, you know, because who knows? Wait, wait. I got, I got one we could be petty on as a collective group. Okay. You know, not ordering Factor 75 for mm -hmm. your delicious meals instead of coming home. <laughs> this is literally could be it for the next four weeks. It's great. We could do this. Yeah. So that's true. That's the third time we got to mention work, it. You know, I, I had a I had to go between two counties today. You know what my lunch was, boys? Mm. sandwich. I didn't have a real meal. Granted, granted, I had corn in the afternoon, so I was afraid for a bowel movement, but sometimes you need the proper, proper proper fuels in your body not that sweet pb and j with some bread you need whatever factor 75 can get you mm -hmm. salads fish chicken turkey i'm sure they have it nice they probably have superior pb and j's instead yeah. of me buying the great value it's bread. all, all designed friend, by chefs all chefs all designed design by chefs you know you don't want chef charles's food mm. no one needs to suffer through those indecencies mm. You know, like I can, it's not like we're making a Sistine Chapel up in here, but uh, Factor 75, be petty by the fact that you would subject yourself to fast food, which I, guys, I've only had like fast food four times since November. I'm just as shocked as you are. Mm. But with Factor 75, I could probably 
factor in all my bad habits and take away and factor in the good habits I'm making mm. when I have specialty chefs making my meals, whatever the amounts that you need. Use our promo code. That's on the, the link site that's yeah. there because I can't read and say <laughs> things at the same time as I'm thinking of the fly. It, it's there. a pretty long promo code, but it's on everything. We're like, it's posted everywhere. It's all over the place. It's it's, 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 just, it's going automatically. You know, we tweeted it out. It's, it's on the screen. It's on our, our descriptions. So th- they'll find it. It's there. If you're watching on Twitch, there's a little panel down there. If you go on the about section, boom, you can see it right there. It's the first thing. Click on it. You'll be directed immediately to there you know so there you go and yeah i've also been on a non-fast food streak lately actually as well do you feel better i i do i've been uh well i was on a pup sub streak <laughs> so i don't know if that's it's it's healthier uh, it, it's it's, it's healthier we it, we know what we mean by fast food exactly when i eat a pup sub i don't feel i feel full but i don't feel horrible you're not getting high trans fats exactly so i i've had i was on a only because i just when i got home i just didn't feel like cooking but lately i have been cooking i've been I, i've been buying actual meat and stuff like that putting it together but it'd be just so much easier if i could just go to you know you know what i should just get factor 75 I was just waiting at my door right there i just pick it up and you know get the skillet going and then boom we're, we're ready to go on on the food there um but yeah, yeah, I've been on a, a night, and even I've even thought about going to fast food places. Like you know, I'm near Andrew knows. Uh, I'm near fast food joints. There's Burger King nearby. There's a there's a Wendy's uh, nearby as well, and um, and a Taco Bell for sure nearby. But I I've been driving by. Even though I'm hungry, like today I was hungry, and I'm like, I, and there was maybe there was like a sliver, like a thirty minute slot that I could have gotten out of the office, uh, you know, just gone to Taco Bell real quick and picked up something at the drive through. But I just thought about, it. I'm just like, I, I don't want to do that to myself right now. You know, I've been trying to improve my my physical health this year, so it, I've also kind of been I've been second guessing the fast food, and we love Taco Bell, man. I was like, that was like our thing. For, for like a long time, uh, like in 2019 or something like that during the pandemic. So, so like we, you know, but lately I've just, I just second guessing it, you know, I've been cooking my own stuff. I mean, I made my own at Epa's um, and stuff like that. And just not, not really, not really going for it anymore, man. It, it at 35, you, you, I have to start second guessing it now. Yeah, sure. Maybe every once in a while, but I've been, sheesh, what? I don't remember the last fast food thing that I had. Um, I probably picked up like Wendy's when I was going to my parents' place. Maybe like, yeah, close to like a month ago now, actually. My my last one was like Taco Bell three weeks ago. Okay. And I was yeah. okay. That was fine. Yeah. I, I, I don't miss it, but sometimes you want it, but you have to be better. Yeah. No, and, and I've thought about it too. And I'm just like... And, and yeah, Taco Bell's not bad. I always get the you know the chalupas and all stuff like that. It's fine for me. I I, I you know it's not, and I and I don't drink much of the soda. I I I probably take like a couple sips, like three or four, and then I just I honestly just throw it away afterwards. I I I've, I have not been taking soda well at all lately. Um, not eat not diet sodas, nothing. Like I I just I can't go through them now. Um, I, I just don't feel good when I drink them anymore. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing, you know. Uh, but I just don't feel like it, man. It's 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 uh, 
just thinking about it, man. Just uh, trying to just, just trying to prove. As of course, I bought a mega stuff Oreo last time I went to go visit Andrew. <laughs> I bought myself a pack of mega stuffs. Listen, uh, we said so, fast food, not not sugar. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, but even even the sugar, I, that was like the last bad thing that I bought. Because uh, oh, oh. at, at the like, I just looked at it. And I'm just like, ah, oh, fine. Oh. But then, like lately, I've been you know been going to Publix, all these things, and I just look at stuff. And I'm just like. No, no, no. Avast. Away from me, beast. So that's uh that's what I've been doing. Oh, we're at an hour and eight minutes, guys, so that's a good word from our non sponsors, people, places, things, concepts, what have you that we've been enjoying over the last week. I started last week, so I don't know what you, if any of you guys want to do start it for this week. Not sure. You'll Let like... Andrew go, because I, I have to think for a second on my Andrew, are you ready? You got something you've been enjoying? last week sure cool beans let's do um it. well you you touched on it briefly so i'm just gonna go with goldeneye um, ah the video good one that's a good one i beat that um i i was a huge james bond fan as a kid um you know i with the exception of the the Daniel Craig movies, I've seen all of the James Bond films. Really, never saw uh, Daniel Craig movies. I haven't. Seen I'm not the, the guy movie, to go yeah. see about movies because I've only really seen like two James Bonds movies. But but wow, you're you're um, a mega fan. And I saw them all before all of them before I finished high school. Um, so I mean, admittedly, a lot of the we'll call it suggestive uh, things in James Bond kind of uh, got past me, uh, kind of went over my head. Yeah, you were like 10. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like, oh, Pussy Galore. That's an interesting name. <laughs> A lot of Fuchina. <laughs> A lot of Fuchina. Um, we're going to get canceled. So... And they said it on Austin Powers, all right? It was PG thirteen. We can do that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was Austin Powers. We can do that. Um, and I don't know if this is just personal bias of being the Bond when I was growing up, but my favorite Bond is Pierce Brosnan. Um, it. I feel like he was a nice combination of the best of sean connery uh he, he had suave he was debonair and he also had that uh toughness about him but anyway i'm going off on a bit of a tangent so golden eye in retrospect i i went back and watched um three of the four Brosnan movies. I, I haven't gotten around to uh, a rewatch of Die Another Day yet, but I've seen GoldenEye, Tomorrow Never Dies, and uh, uh, The World Is Not Enough within the past few years or so. And GoldenEye is such a great movie, and it was definitely the best of Brosnan's through no fault of his own because the writing in the other ones could have been was a bit off at times. Apparently, Goldeneye was written with the intent for uh, Timothy Dalton, the immediate prior Bond, it was intended to be a bit more uh, 
dark and gritty uh, as opposed to what the Brosnan roles for the rest of his tenure were. But GoldenEye, such a good movie. And the video game, you know, it doesn't really stand up today in terms of, you know, you know, user interface, user friendly. Um, you know, the aiming is a bit wonky. <laughs> um, it's it's certainly a product of its time, when you know the the big FPS really was Doom. Um, this was the first three D FPS shooter. Um, so of console, course, there's going to be hiccups. On a, on, on a console, yes. So of course, there's going to be hiccups and ha- uh, hiccups and errors and whatever, but it's still a really good game. And the other thing is, it very loosely follows the storyline of the film. If you've seen the film, it's it's a very, very, very loose following of the of the movie, but still a great game um i'm playing it right now as a matter of fact i'm shooting a bunch of russian guys um which how ironic goldeneye was made in the 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 immediate aftermath of the of the cold war when russia was still considered an enemy and look where we are all these years later (laughs) (laughs) um so, yeah, Gold, GoldenEye, great game, even better movie. Um, I, I highly recommend seeing certainly the, the movie. And if you want a fun time, a, uh, a good, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A good kind of nostalgia trip, if you will. Um, play play GoldenEye if you have the what is it called the Switch Family Plan? Yeah, the, the Nintendo Switch Online, the Expansion Pass, which gives you the N sixty four games, and, or um, it's on Xbox can... Xbox Game Pass as well, or a rare replay if you have that. So you you can play it you can play it uh, on your on your favorite uh, modern. Uh, consoles now too so except playstation so go at it go have fun uh promo code uh oh goodness um bro 007 you have to odd job i don't know odd job 007 golden gun big head yeah big head i'm gonna do uh Yanis. That's oh yeah. It's yeah. if you've seen the movie, you'll know what that means. Spoilers. Oh, and by the way, uh, no, I won't spoil it if anyone's seen it. But it's a I mean, the movie's been out since nineteen ninety six. Yeah, it's a twenty five year old movie. Twenty six year old movie. It's like the thing about the six um, Bruce Willis is dead kids. Yeah, like you know, it's all right. He sees yeah. dead people. Um, twenty five year old and sixty four. But uh, the the well worn. So the well-worn trope of Sean Bean dying in movies, it is it absolutely continues in this one, and it is a spectacular death. Um, so yeah, see the movie, 
see uh, play the game see the game i'm sure you can there are plenty of walkthroughs but play it I, i'm playing my the time. one that i did uh just recently right now so that's I'm in the background as you were speaking so so yeah and you yeah, got goldeneye double yeah. nice goldeneye goldeneye 007 which is the game uh play them watch them do it yeah do it mm. for your country all righty so there you go. So Andrew's be Andrew's currently serving MI6 at this point. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I did enjoy this game. Uh, I never played the campaign at all because like every time, like none of my shocking. friends, none, none of my friends owned it. But uh, of course, rented it from Blockbuster and really just played the multiplayer, right? So that was it. And this game didn't have co-op single player. That was in Perfect Dark that would have that. But uh, so I never played the campaign proper. Uh, so uh, this is my first time actually experiencing it. I never owned the game on the N64, uh, so it was fun. It was nice to go back and and see like this simplistic style. Wasn't that? A, I, uh, Charles, uh, you know, you might hate me for this, but but like I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Titanfall too. Honestly, I mean, I don't hate you for it. Okay, like, there's a reason why GoldenEye is of superiority. Yeah, I like Titanfall because I think it was rare to have a first-person shooter that's actually perfectly crafted for a sci-fi vibe oh, okay. too sci-fi. Hmm. It, it's an action sci-fi game like yeah. golden listen i know i talk a lot of trash about the love of the old pixelation and your love for it and how i can't afford it but that's a personal preference for me hmm. when today is ramona's anniversary yeah, that's ramona. true I love you. um but i get it i understand yeah i just i like the simplistic uh just the, the stories the, the mission structure and everything like that it was just like get in get out do your thing and then move on to the next thing um Compared to like just some FPSs that just kind of do things just to have it there, it like the modern ones. But even then, I haven't played many modern FPSs, so what am I supposed to know? I'm trying to I'm trying to improve that aspect of my gaming gaming repertoire. But all right, so I, I'll go I'll go next. I'll be I'll be number two here. Uh, that that's an Austin Powers reference. Uh, so um, I um uh, I mean it's, it's been a uh, gosh man over the week. Just I've been tired. I've been kind of just. Uh, trying to pass time especially with work and stuff like that uh so my youtube recommendations kind of been all over the place really uh algorithms trying to figure out what the fuck i like now because it's it it ebbs and flows and i've been i got a lot of baseball videos lately i got some basketball stuff a little bit of hockey uh with regards to sports but then like i got a bunch of those those new ai voice uh voice uh things that are happening now uh, so they're, they're always showing the ones with the presidents. I'm not into that. It's whatever. That's that's too real with them playing like you know Call of Duty and stuff like that. Eh. I've been watching more like this Elder Scrolls guy from Dagoth Ur from Morrowind or something like that. I don't know nothing about the game, but he's funny as hell when I, when I listen to them. Uh, but finally, YouTube rolled around to something I started to actually like, and it's this these guys that that put on another podcast. I mean, whatever. Uh, they're not in the sports category, the indie sports category, so they're not really competition for us. Uh, but it's called Beef Boys. Uh, first off, the name got me. <laughs> That's what. The second of all, it's actually one YouTuber that I do subscribe to. His name is Many Kudos. Uh, I think I played a couple of videos for you, Andrew, from him. He's the one that did the thing about uh, RuneScape. Uh, that I think I. Oh yeah. For yeah, he it's him, and he does it with he's 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 a New Zealander, uh, but he does it with three other American friends. Uh, uh, I think 
uh, he, uh, two of them are like one guy's in Florida, but he's like from he's he's kind of like Charles. He's from like uh, New York, New Jersey, um, and then like the other ones I don't know lives in like in Alaska or something like that and or something like that. And then um, and then one of them lives in California, and he's like the only um, he's he's Mexican. He's the only non white non white guy there, uh, but they're funny. I I think they're funny. I think they're fun. I've been listening to them talk about a bunch of topics, and they did what hooked me was they did a reading of Sonic High School, which is a Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction. And as a Sonic the Hedgehog fan, I kind of knew where this was going to go. <laughs> but it is extreme. Uh, they, they've they completely they dramatized it. Uh, they've added some voices and stuff and things like that. All kinds of crazy. They've gotten some other YouTubers to kind of guest appear on it and read from it. But Sonic High School is absolutely insane. Uh, I've been reading it lately for my own, just because I wanted to do it myself. Now that I listen to them do it, because it's funny as hell. Uh, but it's it's not it's not even safe for this podcast. <laughs> it is extreme, but it is hilarious. Uh, it was probably it was probably made by some guy in eighth. No, it was literally made by a kid in eighth grade, uh, and just insane. Um, so that was funny, and they they talk about other stuff. Sometimes they get a little bit serious and stuff, but I, I just like listening to them talk. It's been fun. So uh, Beef Boys, and, oh, they they've got some sick intros, and they have a, a fish. They have a love of Taco Bell too, guys. Uh, their their entire theme is them sitting at a Taco Bell and talking it, like different theme Taco Bells. Like they were like a stuck on a desert island Taco Bell. Now they're in space. They're in like in, the, in an intergalactic Taco Bell right now. <laughs> it's great. Uh, so yeah, uh, Beef Boys, um, uh, promo code, which is a fart noise because they keep playing it all the time. And for whatever reason, it gets me going. (laughs) Oh man. I did not have on 2023 podcast bingo, you doing what you think is a raspberry. Yeah. I think the articulation of what you can't do the armpit thing. I can't, I I can't do it. I I can't do it. I can't do a lot of things. I can't, I can't do the armpit thing fart sound what i can't do it i can't whistle either were you were you not a five-year-old boy in elementary school (laughs) i was and i can't do it. you just woke up and one day you were you were created and then you were seven years old i can't do it (laughs) andrew can you do i can't i can whistle at least i can't Uh, whistle there you go all right so we're all a little bit of everything (laughs) this is this is crushing so you're gonna laugh at mine because i really man between what I chose, I was thinking this, and I was thinking Stream 6, so I'm going to do a double. Go see Stream 6. It's fine. You know, it's okay. It's good. Yeah, I think 5 is mm. still better, but it didn't bring me as much joy as the next thing I'm talking about. No, it's not Ramona. You know, she she won already Product of the Year and all that stuff and non-sponsor. I got Sweet Tooth. I also have a, a, a sweet drink, you know, quenching that comes at night. Is that the way I have to say it? Yeah, I, I have... I have needs with mm. my throat that need to be quenched that's All not right. so bad um that mm. requires more than just context, water it does. <laughs> and protein and greens powders you guys gotta understand if i wake up and i'm about to head out to work and stuff like that it's a mixture of a protein shake with greens powders if i you know i'm trying not to drink that much but you know if i do put anything a little bit of soda um when i go out to eat it's usually a water unless i'm not spray you know what i mean but i, I try to avoid the store because if I go to the store and I see it right there, 
and now I want it. I got a craving for it. It's like one of my favorite drinks. I don't need it with a cocktail. I'll drink it by itself. I don't need to dilute it. I need it all my life. But I had some of it last night. I, I bought some yesterday. I was very upset, upset that they didn't have the big ass size of it. Do you guys know the greatness of ocean spray cranberry pomegranate juice? Because it is one of my purest favorite things. If I'm getting executed and they ask me for a last meal, aside whatever I order food wise, I'm getting that right there. I'm going to say, please, can you provide me a nice, cold, cold, heaping glass of ocean spray you know cranberry pomegranate juice because when we talk about stuff we talk about a daily consistency and that stuff blew up when i was living on my own in law school and and i was like man i've been i've been back on that for a little bit but it, it just hit that quenching and i didn't have just one cup i had two cups and one of my dentists ate me all that sugar that comes in but it's also juice it's supposed to be good for you it's not like apple juice apple juice is good but it's loaded up with artificial stuff i'm, I'm sure ocean spray is of the highest quality probably alive but damn it guys it quenched that thirst it gave me that sugar in my body it tastes damn good i felt hydrated in ways that you never before you know if i want a gatorade for hydration no thank you ocean spray cranberry pomegranate juice if i want you know a uh, a night if i'm in a sahara desert coming out of it dying of thirst water nestle that stuff which has poison it no thank you ocean spray cranberry pomegranate juice last meal last drink Ocean Spray to Cranberry Pomegranate Juice. I just love it. And the problem is, is now we've got like two weeks in a row of me getting it. And I'm like, I feel like I'm about to fall off the wagon and constantly have it. But there's something refreshing about it. If you, I've also had the cranberry juice too. That's great as well. But something about the cran palm, man. And I can't, and here's the thing. I like it so much. I can't even just like get the great value form of it at Walmart because I feel like it's going to be wrong. It's going to be wrong. I'm going to hate my life and I'm going to cry about it because I feel like sometimes you always have to go with the name brand. Case in point, you never buy great value or knockoff Pop-Tarts. It is not the same. The frosting's not the same. The gel is not mm. the same. The filling's not the same. Yeah. It is bad. I I, uh, I, I tried the, uh, the Aldi version of Oreos. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Ooh, what? Never it's again. Not the same, man. I'm terrified. How I want to betray my love for cranberry pomegranate juice. It's just good, and it helps you pee. You know, got your vitamin C in there. That's right. We're getting old. You know. You know. We we gotta we gotta keep it consistent. You know. I... It's okay. Cranberry pomegranate ocean spray. He was extolling the virtues of. Was it uh, ocean spray cranberry pomegranate? Yes, yes. indeed. Yep, still got it on the screen. So there you go. Well, guys, we're at an hour and 28 minutes. Uh, we kind of talked about the two things I wanted to talk about, which was baseball and that thing. Talked a little bit about NBA. I don't really know much else after that. And I guess hockey's happening, but I haven't really been paying much attention other than the Panthers are very inconsistent. Uh, and it's 8.37 on my end. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? Or can we just head over to Change and make it a short show? Uh, I, I'd like to I'd like to broach one subject really quick that we were right. talking about prior to the show, and I just I want to get uh, Charles's uh, opinion oh, on this. Here. This is going to go back to the petty so, world. kind of. So Charles is of the opinion that what have you done for me lately? Oh, okay. All right. Cool. All well, right. That's not actually my opinion. My opinion is trash. And then you want to know why. Was this just about okay, the lightning so or is this about things or, or, yeah. or the concept of people thinking of like about sports in that sense? I don't know. 
it's more it's it's more about Charles. So for those who obviously couldn't hear because this was before the show, Charles said that the Lightning, the Tampa Bay Lightning, were trash. So I responded to him with, you consider a team that has gone to the Stanley Cup Finals three times in three seasons and has won two of those, two of which were back-to-back. He considers that team to be trash. And he said yes. And I asked him why. And he said, what have you done for me lately? So Charles, who is a devoted Yankees fan, I want to put you on the spot here. Do you acknowledge, do you think that the Yankee, do you think that the Yankee, do you acknowledge that the Yankees have 27 championships? That's kind of stupid. Andrew. Eh? If you're going to say it by acknowledge, you know, it's there. It's there. They have 27 championships. I think what you're trying to say is that they're trash, right? For not having recent ones or the ones that they lost. I, oh, I, there was the concept yeah, you gotta, of you gotta articulate you better than what have you what have you done for me lately which is yeah if you're going that, by that's, like that's the yankee the mindset like the yankee mindset of it, well they didn't the win yankee the world mindset. series oh i got this uh, okie dokie but you you mentioned yankees i'm also of another team that had consecutive finals appearances appearances oh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait 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 hold on buddy that one two in a row Went to four, one, two in a row, and lost the last one. We're bringing in the Miami Heat on this one. You ready for Francisco? We're, we're bringing everybody into this. Alrighty. I'll start with Francisco's neutral thing. Francisco, hmm. are, do we? Do we? What, what year is it that we went where we lost in the final one? 2013 or 2014? It was 2013. 2014 right? was the last one with LeBron on the team, yeah. Yes. Do, do you? Do you? Do, I was you, there. do you? Do you get all, cre- you know, do you get all creamy and happy? About that one, even though we won back to back no prior, no two years prior, no, no, yeah. no, that was just that was that it, was right? the that was the yeah. uh, the Spurs revenge tour. Do you do you even make do you even do you even consider that in the concept of a dynasty? You'll acknowledge the first not one, really right, when we lost the Mavericks. It makes sense, right? Yeah, well, but, but that's fine. That's fine. We're working into it because that even works. Two in a row is not a dynasty. But you remember the good times. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. Wait, wait, wait. But I, I well, still have it. Hold on. Wait, wait. I have a, I have a thing that's going to further lightning. And then what happened after the 2013 loss or uh, 2014? It was 2013. Oh, right? The team broke up. LeBron the, left. 14. What happened? LeBron uh-huh. left. And, yeah. and the Heat went way low, right? Yeah, yeah. Much man. like a certain Tampa Bay Lightning, right? Pressure got too big. Lights got too bright. Big boys couldn't wear daddy's shoes anymore. It was very terrible. So. It is a very what have you done for me lately. Yours is a little bit of a different situation, Andrew, because you want to talk about the the three of them, right? The, the going to three appearances. You lost to one against, what was it, Colorado? Look at that. I remember things. Yeah, that was last year. I don't remember who you beat prior, but that one was good. And the one before that is the Mickey Mouse one, which we take the Mickey out of you on and all the time. So, and where if, you are now, here's... if you were... Okay, just let me finish the thought, and then you can, you know, cross your jocks on how much you love the lightning. You gotta let me finish it here. Is that if the situation changes? Now, mind you, I'm saying trash partially on two reasons. You lost last year, sure, but you're nowhere near the competitive level where you were. That could change if you got back there, Cooper. And here's the thing: for me to know your coach's name is respect, right? Yeah, but if they get hot and they can go at least back to the final, I'm not talking about Eastern Finals because they're Eastern Conference, right? Yes, I remember. 
Yeah. Um, but to get back to the Stanley Cup, then, then yeah. But the mentality is that if you have all the people, if you have all the potential, if you were supposedly the best team and weren't the Lightning like the best team in the East last year, or the, yeah. uh, the second one. Were they the number one seed in the East? No, the Panthers won. The, the Panthers. No, the Panthers actually were. <laughs> I keep forgetting because we didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, but but then if it doesn't, you know, I the Yankee mentality is this, and the Miami Heat mentality is this, and the fandom. We we don't celebrate second place, and we have to forget about it as quickly as we can, right? And we can enjoy the good years, the great years, and that's why you put the big little heart on your marker on that calendar year but i would say they're trash if you're telling me fundamentally right now that their season is hovering above 500 they're not known to be the best nhl team which is the bruins right am i right the bruins are on a historic pace right now yes so when you're comparing where you were where you are now and what could possibly be i think the trash thing is fine granted if they finish above 500, that's not trash per se. They will. But, they will. but yeah. yeah. But, you know, all, all much ado about nothing. Because if your fracturing just doesn't get you anywhere and you're bounced out of the first round, maybe it's that. But now I will let you have the turn to tell me how they're not trash. They've had the only back-to-back dynasties for a long time and all that stuff. I'll hear you out. I'm not calling us a dynasty yet. But I, I agree with you. Last year, when you got to the finals, or was that the whole the Champa final? Bay thing yeah. <laughs> with the Buccaneers and the Rays? We, didn't even we, Anyways, if let him finish. Let him finish. If we won in the finals, then yes, I would consider us a dynasty. I will say mm-hmm. that if we win this year. There is an argument to be made that there that we are a dynasty, and Fair. let me explain why. You guys, I'm sure you know you're a thing or two about baseball history. You know the big red machine, correct? Johnny Bench, uh, yeah, Pete Rose. In the 70s, yes. They went to four finals, only won two. Two of which those two were in back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. Everyone considers them one of the best teams, not just of the 70s, but all time. And they only won two. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, to, to your point, and I, I, I wouldn't call them trash overall. Right now they're playing like trash. The Lightning are. Um, they are currently trash. I'm not afraid to say that. Um, as much as relatively to, but... speaking, relatively relative Correct. to past seasons, yes. Correct. We we are playing like total dookie right now. Um. So, but to call them generally trash, I don't know if I could go that far to say that the team as a whole is a trash. We're playing like trash. But I wouldn't say the Lightning are trash yet. Um, damn it, Natalia just run and ran in front of my bullets and killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> no, she blew herself up. She she was shooting one of the boxes and she blew herself up in one of the missions for me. That's why I use the save state. I use the save states a bunch because she, yeah, because of that. Oh God. Anyway, um, 
So we'll see. I mean, if if the Bolts can get back to the finals this season or in the next, uh, certainly this season, I there is an argument to be made that they are a modern dynasty. Mm. If an imperfect one. Because again, it's generally accepted you need that third. I, I fully admit that. But again, Big Red Machine, only one, two. Yeah, but that's a nickname. You have a nickname. That. Yeah, I, I think you're you're trying to use a different sports justification. You should never, I'm saying now, if you're calling that particular sport and that team a dynasty, you go by a litmus test of what that other franchises in your actual league would go for, right? So, because I think of what the mm-hmm. Kings, Blackhawks, in, in, and Red Wings in hockey, usually... in hockey, I'll, I'll throw my my stuff in here in hockey. The dynasties that people recognize, and I'm, and I don't even consider stuff pre-original six because that's like pre-original six is like whatever. I, I count everything after expansion because that's when there were actual other teams, you know, the 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 the, the like that the pre-original six era is ancient history to me. It's like the pre-Super Bowl era for me, or or even pre-expansion for baseball too. Like oh yeah, the Yankees won like forty before before 19 whatever but justified the yankees won the most since expansion so that makes sense the same thing with the habs the habs have a have a have a dynasty because they had some they won like uh like four three or three or four in a row in the late 70s and then that was followed by the islanders dynasty which was four in a row followed by the oilers dynasty which was like five in like seven years and then since then you had the penguins that went back to back eh you had the Red Wings, who kind of did like the San Antonio Spurs thing, where they won a bunch within like a span of like like a decade and a half. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. kind of like that. And but then like then you had the Blackhawks, which was the last dynasty. But even then, that was like over the course, not back to back to back, like what <laughs> people consider most dynasties. But in the salary cap era and stuff like that, fine. Winning that much within a uh, six, five, six year span is is good enough for me. Same thing with like in baseball, uh, with with the San Francisco Giants. Those are the for me the recognized dynasties in the NHL. And Leafs fans, no, so that no, nothing since nothing since nineteen sixty seven, which was the last time you actually won the cup. Uh, so, you know. Get good, win something for once, but you're probably gonna lose the lightning in the first round, and I'm gonna laugh about that. Anyways, go ahead, Andrew. Or no, Charles, you want to make a point? One thing I want to, yeah, just one thing. You know, sometimes you could win titles. So and not know, Francisco. What would it take for you to save the? Wait, 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 wait. Let Charles finish his thing, and then and then you can ask me. Yeah. Sometimes, and it's not going to be a 50-minute thing that I'm going to say. It's two sentences. Sometimes you could win the title but not be the best team because it could be argued if you want to compare a franchise the Bills were the best team in that back-to-back-to-back appearances at least two out of the four times, but they just got screwed over. Lightning themselves, you know, you still could have that crux of being the best team in the NHL. That's where you were going with, I think, in 21 22 or 21 yes well they beat the panthers last year well 21 was when they actually won they 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 won the 1920 stanley cup and the 2021 stanley cup okay thank you so the one that's 2021 
possibly you know the one there so that's also a thing of consideration but continue now now you can let it out all right andrew we're gonna ask me so so francisco what would it take for you to consider this this core of the lightning to be a dynasty this core of the lightning which let's say start year, I'm, I'm saying, start I'm year saying, start year was the start year for this core was the way that it's it is constructed was 2019 when you guys lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets. That was the start year because that season you sh- you probably should have won the cup in 2019, but you disappointed everybody. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. the 2020 and then 2021, which even I can make asterisks for both of those, but I'll give them to you. Um, like because especially 21 because that was actual real stanley cup finals and that made sense uh especially uh, uh the eastern conference final against the islanders um but uh this core would have to win a third they'd have to do it within the already you lost last year okay the avs finally got theirs they they were building up to that one uh so then i've been predicting the avs actually do something for for all that time uh you'd have to win one one more one more either this season or next season um because i think that's realistically the window that you guys have um because uh, i it's it's going to be harder from here on out because uh, like even the, like the bruins are super awesome right now but the bruins are a I think vastly different from the one that featured in the finals in 2019. Heck, the Blues are completely broken up from that 2019 team. So the Bruins have, they've really just kept, was it Bergeron and Marchand? I think McElroy was on that team too, and Pasternak. Um, but uh, Tuka Rask isn't even on the team no more. Like that, that's, that's, it's there. Usually when like, the goalies change, that's like when something's huge. Um, so you'd have to win one more. It's like the Penguins. The Penguins, prior to that, they won two in a row, back-to-back, but they couldn't get that third, right? They mm. couldn't get that third. They didn't, they didn't even make the finals three years in a row. They just made it twice in a row, and that was it. So they couldn't get that third. So that that's that they need the third one. Like, the Blackhawks pulled it off, in a sense. Um, 2010, then um, 2013, even though it was a shortened season, uh, and then 2015, they, they, they got within there as well. Really, the only thing that was the Los Angeles Kings that brought, like, kind of kind of surprised everybody for two seasons, uh, really. So that you need a third within, the, like, the next, the next two seasons. This season or next season. Uh, if you pull it off, then it's, like, fine. Uh, and maybe, maybe the, the season after that. Especially if it's primarily the same core, mostly, like, Vasilevsky and... And Stamkos and and um, freaking well, Kucherov and those guys. I would, I would consider. But the if a major core. piece falls off, if a if a major piece falls off, um, then it's like it's different after that. Right. It, then well, I'll consider it kind of like the San Antonio Spurs, where it's like okay, well, or or the Detroit Red Wings, where it's it's guys that. Like some guys that were at the tail end of uh, that were at the like they were rookies in the first year of like like 90, 98 when they won that first one, and then they were 
veterans by the end of it or something like that. It's, I don't know. Like, or, or retiring by the end of the other one. I, something like that. I'll, I'll consider you guys more like the Spurs, which isn't a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all, right? Like Tim Duncan, yeah, you know. Being one of the best teams dynasty in, in is, half a decade is a good thing. Yeah, Dynasty is, is more of a – because it's sports, like team sports, it, it's really hard to do that within a very short time frame of like five years i would say um so that's kind of like that's what the dynasties are that's what you see like the chicago bulls or the new york yankees or the montreal canadians you know or the new england patriots right so there you go so correct so correct me i'm i guess i'm misunderstanding a bit if would you, so you would or would not consider the Spurs to be a dynastic team? They were in the two thousand early two thousands, but are you referencing the two out of three appearances, Francisco? When that the, led to the Heat's death? Yeah, but even then they only won one. That was and that was like the that was like the the one and the last one that they won was like back in 07. So it was like a seven year difference. I can't really call that a dynasty. It's just they kind of did they win they kinda did hung they get around. nine? What? Hold on, let me look at No, the Spurs up. won in 99. They won in 99. That was the first one. They beat the Knicks. Then they won in 03 when they beat mm. the Nets. And then they won in 05. They beat the Pistons. No, and then 07. They did. They won 99, 2003, 2005, 2007. Uh, yes, 07 was against the 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 Cavs. And then 2014 the was the big one at the end. Yeah. It was just, it was just very staggered. So I, don't know. I was calling it a science seat. Yeah, maybe it is because you were saying every other year instead of that's true I, well because okay. the thing is they didn't fall off either yeah well okay so that dynasty all right so then the spurs dynasty would be were like from 03 to like 07 they got three with like yeah. every other year because then it's the argument of the san francisco giants in baseball yeah so okay so the spurs did have a dynasty but the 2014 team wasn't part of that they just had some guys that kind of hung Spurs around from it yeah truthfully they should have won the year prior but nonsense happened. <laughs> I was when Kawhi Leonard missed some field goals. <laughs> yeah, but and, and then of course the Warriors. Now we're in the Warriors dynasty right now. So that's in the NBA. Yeah. All right. So yeah, the Lightning so need one though, more within the next let's say two seasons. I'll even give them a third, just just for for whatever. Okay. Well, let's let's hope that the Lightning can do it because. Uh, I really want to be able to say we were a dynasty. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're at an hour 48. So do we want to do another cage now? I, I can, think we got I what we were doing. Right? All right. Let's do it. Yeah, we go to the cage. So because it's going to be very brief. Welcome, everybody. Your weekly True Plex, the cage with Charles. Full disclaimer, wrestling is not fake. It is a it's scripted. It's a stage fight. It's a song and dance. Men and women trying to beat the holy hell out of each other, chasing legacies, establishing their legacies, chasing championships, just getting some good old blood views going on there. Um, wrestling is also sometimes about the highlights, the Hollywood, the entertainment, the stars, the brights, and building your biggest stages out there. It's been a bit. We haven't had a chance to talk a lot about things. Because when you think about it, I'm not giving you guys a lot of wrestling updates to really begin with, right? Considering the fact that, well, you know, we've been off the air for a bit. Well, you know, the last time we were talking, it was about my love for Sami Zayn and then perfect match. And that we were building against the betrayal. And then the match that led to the betrayal. Um, and then just building into 
some stuff that I made promises about that I don't know if we can necessarily do because it's kind of wrestling is a very flavor of the week. So they go for storylines and pay-per-views that have kind of ended hurt, I think. Um, why am I going to, you know, like you go on Peacock or you go on Bleacher Report for the AEW stuff and WWE stuff, but I'll, I'll go and give you this. What I'm going to do is give you a state of the wrestling for Charles leading to WrestleMania for WWE and then also AEW and some New Japan. Wait, when is WrestleMania? Probably yeah. take about 10 minutes of time. What WrestleMania is April 1st, April 2nd, two night events. Oh, so wow, we're almost there. It's like two and a half weeks from now. Yeah, so like that's why I want to kind of like, I don't want to talk each show about the buildup. I really just get to the buildup the week mm, before. Okay. But I got to give you like a state of play, a state of wrestling in Charles's eyes. I, can I curse? Fellas, I'm fucking bored with wrestling. It is, it, it, it both, all, the three promotions I, I typically follow have kind of hit this stagnant play. So, WB of course had a little bit of that hard part where they had elimination chamber in February and then their next pay-per-view was going to be um WrestleMania April 1st, April 2nd. But then NXT itself has not been my like my cup of tea for a long time, which is rare because you know I love the old black and gold, but ever since they relaunched NXT 2.0, there's some views I can get in with. You know, NXT's ran by Shawn Michaels now. It's a little bit better because Vince is not behind the scenes, even though I fully think he's behind the scenes and everything else. That's a conspiracy theory I'll give you guys one day. It, it's still kind of dry. Like, it's always on Tuesdays at, you know, at, from 8 to 10 on USA Network. And instead of that, I'm doing a podcast, and I'll just play um, WWE itself as I build my universe, and I'll catch some of the highlights. But the pay-per-views have been fine, but I, I just can't jab into some of the performers, some of the storylines, some of the silliness. And I'm like, ah, the build's not working for WWE because the matches are not there. Like, there's three matches, two of them that have not been announced yet. That is really hitching my bricks for WrestleMania, man. Going to take me there on that wagon, and hopefully I can build some momentum. Obviously, anything related to the Bloodline and the Usos, and even to a degree Roman and Cody, because I haven't been really sold on the Roman Cody stuff. I'm not feeling it. I'm not jiving. I think it's because you know how it ends, that kind of sensation. It's the Godfather. You know about the baptism scene and you know about Carlo getting pinched. It's freaking, um, it's the sixth sense. You know that uh, Bruce is dead and he's the ghost, right? I'm just hoping I have that effect where even though I know the ending, which is Roman losing to Cody, I can enjoy it. So really it's going to be about the matches themselves and what everybody needs to understand the important thing about programming and then scheduling and setting up stories and then feuds is to get me hyped up for a match that I know structurally might be good in the ring, but to have an investment on return of my time, my hours developed into watching these stories that have unfolded. And I think my concern with the Cody Roman match, except for me being a hater to Cody, right? Like I like Cody per se, but you know, if you tell me who had to be the guy who beat Roman, it would still be Drew, even though I wasn't crazy about face Drew, but it's all these things, right, coming into, into play. But I'm just not feeling it, man. I'm not feeling it. You have at least created a good baby face for people to rally around that Sammy lost. And I'm not saying Sammy should have been the guy to throne Roman, even though you heard me last time saying, Hunter, you should have pulled the audible because hindsight's twenty twenty. But I have skipped said promos. I don't like them utilizing Dusty too much, who is Cody's father. I want them to be actually something more. The promo I sent you, Roman was clapping back. He was clapping back hard. Chef Roman was in town. He was cooking that ass. I like that. But what's Cody going to get angry about? If you're truly my father's favorite son, even if you're not biological? No, I need more than that. I want to be like, I got fired or I chose not to renew 
my contract to go explore and, you know, sow some wild oats and see if I could be the best in other promotions and come back here and give the middle finger to the establishment. That's the energy I want, right? Because what is Roman? The Samoan dynasty. Always the favorite children from the Inouye family. Whereas Cody, you could play the story. He's like, just like my dad, I was never told to be good enough. So I left, become better. I come back better than you. Oh, I can write that. It's, it's soap opera, man. It's cinema. It's whatever. But I'm obviously invested in the Usos versus Sammy KO. When that comes back together, I'm going to cry. It is going to be like your Elizabeth and Macho Man moment at Mania. It's going to be fantastico. I'm kind of invested in Cena in theory. Uh, I don't think it needs to be for the U.S. belt, but, you know, John was cooking that boy theory. But the idea is that you have to kind of create new stars. And if the fans are not about them now, are they not about them because they hate the character, because they hate that person's face? Because that's petty. That's petty, right? But if you know they can actually go in the ring, there's hope because some people don't develop the D, the best wrestler in the main event card immediately. John Cena wasn't. He was the prototype John Cena who got called up on a SmackDown against Kurt Angle said ruthless aggression. And then it become the John Cena that we, we, we know and love until many years later. Same thing with Randy Orton. He was this guy who did like a knee neck breaker as a finisher. The RKO wasn't created, but if you can see the potential, work with it, go with it, develop it, let it happen. I'm kind of getting invested on edge and fit again, because they announced on raw, this could be a hell in a cell match. And it's finally capping off a few that's almost been going on for a year. Uh, you know, it's just some things get delayed. I just wonder how Finn has to win. I mean, you got to create new stars. Finn's 40, 41. There's only so much stuff he can do as well. Edge is going to be retiring soon. But the other feud I, I'm invested that's going to carry me to the wheels of WrestleMania on that bus that I'm going to be wagoning in about two weeks because it's going to be a different tune. Next week, I'm like, WrestleMania! <laughs> Rey Mysterio is Dominic Mysterio. It's just pure gold. This is a father and son who, you know, the whole story is Rey won't hit his child. I don't know any Hispanic male who won't open up a can of whoop-ass on their children mm. when they've been disrespecting getting arrested. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But Ray's a different kind of dad. And the stories of the stuff I've been sending you guys, I've loved it going on. So I I'm invested. They haven't announced the match yet, but when Ray finally like pops Dom in the mouth, oof, it's going to be good. And I, I kind of want to see it where he forgives his father at the end. I need that in my life, you know, because I can see it now. Dominic beats Ray because Dominic should be Ray. Ray should not beat Dom. He yields for his son. Judgment Day, which is the faction of Finn Balor, Ray Ripley, Damian Priest, come out to try to beat down Ray some more. And then Dominic says, nah, this is wrong. Oh, it's good, man. You know, it's the, it's the Anakin Skywalker of things. You know, Padawan. Never a Jedi Master, only on the council, but not master name, right? Am I right here? We're getting a little nerdy here. And then, you know, turns to the dark side, but finds that redemption and throws Palpatine all the way down the well, but turns out Palpatine's still around and it doesn't matter. I hate you, Disney, so much. Sorry, sorry, Andrew, but I'm bringing that <laughs> Always back. need one. Though. I'm bringing that back. Always need one. Yeah, I, I'm. that's my petty. That might be something we bring in for the annoyance mm -hmm. pool. Next I'm not invested in the women's title matches, even though the talent is everywhere between Bianca and Asuka and then Charlotte and Rhea. Um, I am entertained thoroughly by Otis, who is Otis, um, in that Maximum Male Models faction that I sent you guys with his big old belly with his shades and the spike gel hair. I love it. I love every bit of it. AEW stay of the game. <sighs> Revolution was very good from what I heard. I, I have to watch some clips on the YouTube. Um, Hangman Moxley was what was going to be driving me completely to it. And it ended well because essentially Hangman choked out Moxley with a noose and that that should it be wild um mjf and brian went the full 60 minute iron man into overtime 65 minutes where mjf won but my 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 bothersome with aew is like 
these storylines don't end, man. Like Moxley and Hangman have been going on it since like October or November. They just had what you would consider to be the feud ender with Hangman winning a Texas Tornado match. And we're still continuing it. Why? This is stuff that happens routinely in AEW, and it's disappointing. And can you do something with the women's division? You have a big roster. You have all these hours of wrestling that's coming in. They're trying to get another one on Saturday. Put more out there so they get the exposure. Jade Cargill, who is money, in my opinion, didn't even defend her title at Revolution. You know, you're, you're putting in all these things. You have too many titles. The matches are good on Dynamite. I'm not going to complain, but I don't even know. Here's the thing, guys. I don't really want to watch Raw. I don't want to watch NXT. I don't want to watch AEW. You know, I'll, I'll catch some highlights of it, sure, but neither promotions have me invested. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a person who's going to tribalism where I say, oh, pick this side, pick the other side. Having all the wrestling promotions out there now is good for people who want to work to be wrestlers. It's not even for the fandom. It's not even for the fandom because we're so two-faced and crooked. But it's good for people trying to find work that was told that they weren't good enough to go to the WWE. So they had to do indie for peanuts or maybe a couple pennies on the dollar, right? Sometimes they actually got good cash, but you can have that ability to charge more. But now that you have all this diversity, because remember, Ring of Honor is back now. Ring of Honor is now owned by uh, Tony Khan, who does the AEW stuff. So you're still getting some exposure. It, it, it just is not there yet for me to watch. They don't have a television deal. Um, you know, there's they have the on the club, so you get for ten bucks a week. But I'm like, ah, I'm not there yet because you're not even ending feuds properly. I could just if I get here's the thing, guys. If I could just read it on a on a screen, or if I could watch it on a Twitter highlight clip, or put it on YouTube, what's the purpose of me seeing three hours? What's the purpose of me seeing two hours? And then when it comes to New Japan. New Japan been stale for a while. The New Japan Cup's going on. Last year, you guys were hearing me hype about it. Same thing with G1 Climax, but you got to let Bullet Club go. Jay White left. I actually like Switchblade. He was one of those people that I didn't think had it at first, and then he has it. He's probably going to go to AEW. I don't think he's going to WWE. And then Dave Finley, who is the son of Fit Finley, is now leading the Bullet Club, and you have ELP, El Phantasma, who I love. Um, might be going face, but like, why is the Bullet Club so around? You've had different iterations of leaderships and it's stale. It's very stale. They got break up some things. You still have Okada with the title and I like Okada, but it's the same two guys really rotating it. You're, you're not putting the faith in the young people. And right now, like you were, it was bad when they were in Schlocka because you got to remember the difference between New Japan and then the American wrestling is that the American wrestling was able to have fans and audience. They were able to clap. They were able to do all these things. Over in Japan, it was very silent. Like, you couldn't even clap. You couldn't cheer. You couldn't say certain things. I think they could applaud, sure, but they couldn't, like, shout oh, and cheer and everything. Our wrestling is the emotion. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, like, we talk about the Sammy Roman match. There's some people who say the crowd investment, that match made it five stars and beyond. But if you look at the technical ring skills, it was maybe a four at best. I ca I, I consider things all relative, including the emotion of the, of the crowd. But, like... Guys, I want to love wrestling. It, it is something for me to be invested in, and I don't want to. I don't think it's boring. Like I don't want to ever watch it, but I'm, I'm not impressed. Yet. I feel like Shania Twain said, "Charles, right it, it's a bad lull. It's almost like my gaming lull last year, which actually happened around this time mm -hmm. here. So maybe yeah. every March to April, I get into a lull. But if I had to quantify leading to all these pay per views, because pay per views are going to sell no matter what, I don't have to really get caught into the story because a pay per view is always going to have what boys a recap of the thing that you've been doing for the last three, four weeks, right? But um, so I know the masters are going to be fine, but I feel like this is Shania Twain song. Like that don't impress me much. So you got the look, but have you got the touch? Now, don't get me wrong. I think you're right, but that won't keep me watching every Tuesday night. Um, I, had hey, right. I had to do it. You know, oh, yeah, yes. you, you know what, what does keep me invested every Tuesday nights? 
sports scoops from mm. your, your typical if we don't have careers happening up from seven to nine after the thirties the Richard Nixon sports podcast and then uh factor seventy five also fifty yeah, percent uh, you know, off your first and box. All, all, You're not gonna get fifty percent off from WrestleMania. That, that's all yeah. yeah. That's all I'll give you for the cage this week, boys. Alrighty. All right, yeah. So what's more, guys? Yeah, go to go go. Just click on the link, use our code, and you can do that, and you know, get yourself some good meals. Also, I just found out. I just looked. I just checked my email real quick as work. But uh, apparently, uh, my Twitter handle for Marlins history is big enough that I'm now an affiliate for Fanatics. So that means I'm about to start shilling uh, sports products, guys. So. I'll be doing that, trying to make some coin in the meantime so I can uh, buy some more video games. <laughs> That's what I'll be using that for. So, yeah. Yeah, so look for more of that from me. And, you know, go on our Twitter page, at sports underscore goofs, and you can, because uh, somebody else took sports goose uh, way, way before us, and they didn't even use anything with it. You know, it's a disappointment. But, uh, and you can get some some money off of your first purchase from factor 75 and that's it that's it for episode 164 it's actually the shortest one we've done this season got two hours and two minutes so thank you all and see ya see ya next week hopefully unless it's bi-weekly the way things are going but yeah bye peace take care is over get out of here go do something or at least a week then charles andrew and francisco you crave and seek park hope time